Welcome to Awesome Season 3, the podcast where we tell you whether a movie is awesome, so-so, or meh. I'm Matt. No, I'm Matt. I'm Dave. I'm LJ. This season, we're screwing with the space-time continuum, so you don't have to. Mm. Oh. Alright, well, welcome back. That was a, that was a, anything exciting happened this week? I um, I watched Somewhere in Time. Yeah. Yeah. So that counts as exciting. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I was excited to be done with it. I've never seen it before, so I didn't know what to expect. I never even... I didn't even know I, what it was until I, I, I looked it up. I knew of it. I knew of it. I'd never seen it. Yeah. I've never heard of it. I pretty much... It was on the list, and I was like, oh, this is what we're watching. And I'm really sorry. And I go, what is it. this? I knew it was Christopher Reeves, and I knew it involved uh, going back in time of some some. I, I some thought degree. it was maybe going to be good, because it cost more to rent than all the other movies I've had to rent. Usually they're two ninety nine. This one was three ninety nine. It took a long time to download because there was only eight seeds from the red box. Only eight? <laughs> hang on, hang on. Whoa, whoa, whoa. This movie had eight fucking seeds? I think <laughs> eight people out there. And it's not that long of a movie and not that high of quality, so it should download very fast. Yeah. Yeah, uh, it does look like it's... I mean, before we dive into what it's about, this movie felt like it had that little, like, white, fuzzy-ish feel to it. Like, like a... Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. Somebody that, like, white glow. Like, you're watching old TV. Yes. Yeah. And, like... Or it was old movie. Yeah. yeah, but it looks like it's straight from, like, Lifetime. From, like... It looks like they put a napkin right in front of the lens. <laughs> look yeah, I was just always... I was like, man, it's just so... Like, I just want someone to, like, make it a little sharper. Yeah. <laughs> Not so I was sharp. surprised that he killed himself as a baby at the end, though. That was weird. <laughs> <laughs> I must have downloaded the wrong version again. <laughs> He didn't um, somehow kill himself. <laughs> so, uh, somewhere in time, Christopher Reeves, as we talked about last week, Dr. Quinn, medicine woman, um, what's her name? Jane Seymour. Jane Seymour Hoffman. And, um. <laughs> Dave was really hoping that joke would land. He's like, <laughs> He's like I got it this time! Who? Oh. <laughs> you gotta try one more time to see if it works. Jane Seymour. <laughs> Hoffman. He yeah. passed away already. Dude, people tell me all the time they see David Lee Mildred and they go, David Lee Roth. I'm like, who even knows of that artist? Like, seriously. There's many people who know. What? People see my name, David Lee, and they say David Lee Roth. It's okay, like, so why is that weirder? Because, no, I'm, it's not weirder. I'm just saying people think of these old references and think it's relevant. This. When people say David Lee Roth, do you think that's funny? No. See, <laughs> why? I would have said David Lee Murphy. I don't know who that is. I don't know who Lee Murphy is or David Murphy. Yeah, I don't. It's too bad for you, though. All right. So, Matt Slazis, what do they do with your name? Oh, all kinds of stuff. I'm sure. Yeah. (laughs) Um, So, uh, this movie, brief overview. Um, There's a guy, and he uh, needs to travel back in time uh, for a relationship. And that's, I mean, it's a, it's a romantic movie. He's a playwright. It's a drama. He's a playwright. Yeah, that, that doesn't matter. <laughs> it does. It comes into the... <clears throat> well, I know, I'm giving them an overview. It's just an overview. He goes back in time. That's it. Do you know David Lee Murphy? No. Murphy. I don't know Murphy who that singer? is. Did you Google it? Yeah. I have no, I don't listen to country music, so I have no idea. But it's kind of a classic. You know, you don't listen to Garth that. Brooks? I think it was probably around that time. Conway Twitty? 
Clint Black? <laughs> Garth Brooks, I would say, for people who don't listen to the country. Rascal. Music. Travis Rascal. Hearts. Oh, my God. <laughs> Garth Brooks, I would say, is what people think of, like, classic, but they don't, like... <gasps> oh, Mickey! Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. He owns restaurants or something. <laughs> yeah, that's true. He doesn't think country. I mean, he might... Hey, be... I didn't mind going to his restaurant, though. I'm just saying. They had... Did you go? Good outfits. Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah. He, he, he would go there right after... He would go there and then... I don't know about the food, though. That's all I gotta say. He, he would eat food there, then he would drive over to Hooters, get some wings. Yeah. No, Hooters didn't have nothing on top of cheese, baby. And that then he went just... to kilt, Tilted Kilt. <laughs> he went to, no, he went to Hooters for drinks. Oh, did we all then, there? It was, it's open. Then, then Toby Keys for uh, appetizers, then Tilted Kilt for the meal. I've never been to Tilted Kilt. Is it topless or just... What? Just what? Oh, what the oh, fuck? No, it's, oh, fuck. It's, it's, sure. it's like skin. Okay. I've never been to Tilted Kill. Is it a fully new It's like, I mean, it's like, it's like... <laughs> I mean, is it, is it just, is it just topless? Because if it's just topless, I mean, I have other choices. No, there's, that, a, no, there's not, a sports bar. I've never been. It's in Orange County area or something called, like, Knockers or something. Wow, Dave, and Dave it's is really specific about I've never been there. You know, you, you go down Orange, you make it's the on left Orange, go. It's on the Orange. You start so nonchalantly. Oh, is that the topless? <laughs> like, that's just common to have topless bars in California? No, I've never been to I don't know. Right, I would assume at any bar someone talking about all the hot chicks was there was a topless bar. By the way, your cell phone's going off. Wait, the caller ID says knockers. (laughs) (laughs) No, no, I won't be coming in tonight. I didn't tell my wife I had to work late. (laughs) We we have your table ready for you. We're about about to put your food in, but... Your regular order? (laughs) We checked your location. You're not on the way. Yeah. uh, No, Candy will be there tonight. She, yeah... Anyway, back to the synopsis of this. Awesome no, back movie. to back to why you know something about knockers. Yeah, uh, I don't know anything about knockers. I've never been, and I've no, never you know where the we do, which was nothing. I know it's in Orange County, and I know there's um, a billboard on the way down the fifty seven. And he knows three knows three lap guys that he had during happy hour. I, I don't know, Ty. They, yeah. they make it wings though. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um. All right, so let's get into the movie. So it opens. I don't know what it say because I honestly I I can't find it. It's all gone. It <laughs> it opens it opens to at the opening of this off not Broadway because it takes place in Chicago, but yeah. like this play that Christopher Reeve has written. Yeah, and an old woman is sitting in the audience. Yeah, she comes up with a pocket watch and says, "Come back to me," and then takes off. Yeah, and I love how the the entire people in the play area are all like fall silent yes. because a lady is walking up. Like, let's all be really silent. Like, I don't know. I mean, for for back in the day, that's how they did things, but it seemed really corny. Like, yeah. Um, yeah so no explanations given. She yeah. walks up and pocket watch, and then um, no, and then he does nothing about that for eight years. Well, he, he never does anything about it, really. He never does anything about it. Uh, what? Him, him finding her is not him trying to find her. Him finding her is just a matter of circumstance. That is true. He wouldn't go on a vacation. He saw this hotel. He was going to drive past it and then decided, no, I guess I'll stay there. Because I just wanted, he was just looking for something to go do. He checks in. Couldn't go to the restaurant, so he's walking around. He goes into the history room and takes yes. a picture of her, and then and I'm not even and I'm not even certain that he knows that it's 
her. He knew something. something. He just he it takes him a while to figure out though that she's the crazy yeah, old lady. Right, something's yeah. off. He, some kind of yeah, something. something's off. The girl doesn't have a, a plate on the name. He's he's intrigued, and he starts trying to find out who this young woman is. Okay, I didn't. I thought okay, he stared at her for a while because you could tell he maybe didn't know who she was. Yeah. But something was clicking with him. Okay, because I thought I missed something where when he made that turn off into the hotel, like he backed up. I thought it was like something had triggered. Like I, I thought, it, like did I miss a small scene or someone saying what I what I expect? No, you didn't. What okay. I expect probably happened is it's one of those things where these events had to happen for him to go back in time, and so he was like driving, and then he was, like, drawn to this place. Yeah. Like you see in sometimes travel movies, where it's like, oh... But they, uh, they played off as he was just going on a drive to get away, and saw this nice hotel, and thought, hey, I've never stayed there, that, I guess I'll treat myself. Yeah, so eight years pass, and he gets writer's block. Eight years pass after this lady gives him this watch. He makes nothing of it. He never makes anything of it. No, what... Yes, he does. He's a very successful playwright. No, it makes nothing of this lady giving him the watch. Oh, okay. What? No, he does. Without that watch, he would never be successful. I, I thought you were saying he never makes anything of, like, his success or whatever. No, no, like, he's successful, but then he gets writer's block. Right. So well, that's he does make something of it, because he does have the watch. Still, It's a nice it? pocket watch. I would have kept it. Yeah. So, I mean, so yeah. he shows up at... at he. So he's, it, was, it was an old person's version of throwing her panties. <laughs> That's what it was. What time is that knockers? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Lots of pocket watches and knockers. Yeah, I'll show you my stash later. Um, of pennies, not pocket watches. Um, I don't want to know what you wear. <laughs> nothing at all. Uh, so, yeah. So he's in this hotel uh, that he passed on his way to clear his mind from his writer's block. And he realizes there's a history room. Goes in and he's drawn to this picture of this beautiful lady. Unnamed lady. Because their nameplate is not there anymore. Yeah. So, then... Also, he runs into the bellman, I guess you would call him, um, is like, do I know you? You seem very familiar to me. I thought he was more of a, not a groundskeeper, but maybe a concierge or something? Yeah, maybe. I mean, that I don't know what exactly he would be. I just called well, him you gosh, learn your freaking hotel. Plus your headaches. He yeah, the back house. I think he was just kind of learn your hotel jobs. I know, and so he would take care of things. Oh, the hotel. so a caretaker, kind of. Yeah, yeah, but he was take like care. he was also taking bags up to hotel rooms and things of that nature. Right? Maybe he's just like the intern. Yeah, <laughs> he just does um, a little bit of everything. But he recognizes Christopher Reeve, but doesn't know why. It's just like you seem very familiar to me. Right. So good memory on a lot show. happens in this little segment. Where he he needs he wants to find out who this lady is, um, and then he finds out she's a successful actress, actress. from the twenties. And how does he find out where she lived? I think maybe the guy says she lived here, or he saw her name in the old because he goes and pulls out the old um, guest sign-in logs. I think that happens a little bit later, maybe. at least where he sees his own name and the the guy who's been at the. The groundskeeper, we'll call it, groundskeeper Willie, yeah. he's been at that hotel all of his life because his dad worked there. That's right. So, I, may, I there might have been a line where he said, oh yeah, she lived here while the play was going on. Because she was doing a play at the hotel. You know, you know, I think that was it. I think he just said, oh, well, I was like, oh, we've had, I think it was like one of those, like, we've had lots of famous people here. Because that's, I think, the part where he talks about how there used to be a theater down yeah. over there. Because yeah. the theater was <clears throat> there at the hotel, so it was 
it was also very likely that she would have been staying there as part of right. And I think that's just when 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 he when he reveals to Superman that like, oh yeah, she was here for a month stint or whatever. Yeah. yeah. So, but he does know specifically what room she's in. So I think that's he tracks that down through the signing logs. Yeah, and then he does I mean, some. He was, Back, he does. Because he remember he sneaks a peek at the sign log. He does some research on her career and how successful she was. And then he finds out that she mysteriously went silent. She she became a super introverted person. She just stopped working. Yeah. For a, a long, for a, a lot of her life. He tracks down her friend and shows her the pocket watch. Mm-hmm. And the friend I did is like, that's her. She was never without it. How'd you get it? And that's the one who says... Uh, it disappeared the day she died. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so then he says, oh, she died that day, realizing eight years ago when she gave him the watch, mm-hmm. that was the day that she died. Yeah. So, and then she says, there was this book that she was really interested in. He looks at the title, it's about time travel, and he goes, oh, that was a professor that I had. Yes. It's more of a philosophical time travel, not like this is how to build a time <laughs> machine. Okay, so... As we get into the time travel piece conversation that he has with the professor. Yes. Now, it's going to be hard to remember because it's been a while. But the note I made was the time travel professor made it seem like you had to be in a particular place in order to time travel. Sort of. Because he talks about place. And yet, Christopher Reeve is able to just go to his room and time travel. His room at the hotel, though, right? Right. But But the professor would be... Very little information. It was right. kind of just like, the per- it the, happened. The professor said place is important, and he says, but it's not everything. Right, so that was kind of weird. <clears throat> he just gave a couple rules. Place is <clears throat> important, you need to not, like if you look at something from the past when you're in, or from the future when you're in the past, it'll ruin it. I will say that we also learned, basically, that everybody's brain is a time machine. <laughs> I know. I'm not- and it transports your body. Yeah. Because all you have to do is just get rid of all artifacts from your modern times so that you're not reminded of where you're really from, and then think real hard. So, for our listeners, he talks to this philosophy or psychology professor. From his college. From his college. And the professor says, if you go into a room, you've you've taken everything from the current Shut the doors and close your eyes real tight. (laughs) Pretty much just meditate on time travel. Yes, meditate on the place that you believe you are and convince yourself without any shadow of a doubt that that's where you are, then you will be there. And he says, I did it once. I was there for a fraction of a second. And he went to the 1500s. Yeah. And he's like, but I never tried it again and I'm not sure that I'd want to. Because he kept, he, uh, he had some kind of artifact that reminded him that he was really in the present time or whatever, and that's what brought him back. Right. But really, it's the same mechanism as About Time, ultimately. I mean, About Time, it was just this one particular family, the men could travel back in time, but they had to go to a dark place, close their eyes, and think about where they wanted to go. And that's then they would be. And then they would be. And that's essentially what happens. Right. So Except imagine. it didn't have to be, it's, uh, it also didn't have to be a moment in their own life. Yes. So, Christopher Reeves goes back to the hotel he he sets up the room. He gets himself in an old timey uh, suit. Cuts his hair to the fashion of the time. Buys gets uh, 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 procures money from that time. Money from that time takes all the modern conveniences out of the room, and then he Except basically the radio alarm clock. Um, tape recorder. The tape recorder where he records himself meditating on the concept of you are back in this time. You are back in this time. You are back in this time. And he also picks a suit that's. 
too old. He doesn't realize that, which is very obvious. It was like ten years too old. Yeah, Google didn't exist yet to help him out. Yeah, so, um, and it works. He basically fades out of the current time and wakes up in the old hotel a hundred years back. It takes him a while, though, because he keeps trying and not being successful. Yes. I think it takes him a couple days. And not a hundred years. Forcing yourself into a dream. Basically how, how, what is the gap he travels back? Around 100, 100. 1912 is where he goes, and he's in... Was 19, it 1912 or 1920? 1912, I'm pretty sure. Okay. And he's in 1978, is what the penny so says? 60 years. Yeah. Which is not that close to 100. Okay. I'm, I'm just saying, get, I mean, unless well, this lady was really, really so old when she handed him that pocket right. watch. She was about 80 when she handed him the... She was the, 80. The pocket watch, right? And it seems like he met her when she was in her twenties. Yeah, it was a hundred years ago from our time now. Well, well, because that was the question. The question was how far back he traveled. He traveled back a hundred years ago from right now. Oh, okay. Uh, in the movie, in the movie, he traveled sixty years. I don't think you understand. Yeah. Dave is selfish about all this stuff. Yeah. Well, I mean, the movie is always a time travel movie because it, it took place forty years ago from now. Yeah. <laughs> Dave, Dave's narcissistic, even when it comes all, to time measurement. All movies. movies are time travel movies because they all took place in the past. Even a movie we're filming right now is technically time travel because it's filmed from moments Wait, ago. So what you're saying is that every time we watch a movie, we go back in time. Actually, all things are back in time because even as they happen, constantly time travel. The amount of time that it takes for I that event those. to transfer to your eyes, except for the puts fact that, that event to the past. But when I eat the dipping dots, I'm transported to the future. <laughs> Shut up! That's not the past. That's I so dream of the future. That's yes. not yesterday. Yeah, I just want to know when the future is going to get here, so those dipping dots are now just the ice cream. <laughs> the future is getting here in Palm Springs. You know what I learned about dipping dots? The no. reason that it's so rare is because in order to keep it in those individual dots, they have to keep it frozen at, like, something to the tune of 100 below zero. Oh. Normal, they can't keep it in normal freezers. So one degree for every year from now this movie takes place. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I, I really don't know the number. It could be 200 degrees below zero. Right. It could be 50 below zero. All I know is they can't you just can't, keep... You cannot eat something that's 200 degrees I below feel like zero. I feel like... Yeah, I think you... You can store it at that temperature. Oh, yeah, you can store it. That's I think, what I'm saying. They, that's why you can't see it in Stater Brothers, because it has to be in a special freezer. I feel like I've seen uh, Dippin' Dots dispensers, like um, um, where you put the yeah. money in. Why, yeah, why they, they do have those. Okay. Maybe they keep those extra cold. Yeah. Yeah. But I just mean, I feel like I've seen them now in... Did you hear what Palm Springs is opening now? No. no. Taco Bell Resort. Ooh, Demolition Man is that much closer. (laughs) (laughs) All all fast food. I have no idea. It is a Taco Bell resort. So they're building a hotel resort, but it's Taco Bell. It's not a Taco Bell resort until I can swim in nacho cheese and eat it off of myself. And you know, if there was a pool of nacho cheese... I don't think you can swim in nacho cheese. (laughs) Not with that attitude. (laughs) If there was a pool of nacho cheese, I guarantee you... Dave would get in and give him the opportunity. No, and eat it. Hold on. Listen, if there is a pool of nacho cheese, Dave's cause of death is going to be <laughs> he was found face down in a pool of nacho cheese and he drowned. There's going to be nacho cheese in his lungs. <laughs> he, was, he was trying to eat all of the nacho cheese and he died. <laughs> yeah. He covered himself in Doritos Locos Tacos dust and dove in. He did not heed the warning that nacho cheese is kept at 250 degrees. He dove in. He was scalded. <laughs> so. Yeah. Ah, Wonderful. 
Taco Bell Resort. Yeah. Well, Christopher Reeves is not at the Taco Bell Resort. No, he was at the Grand Hotel. Yes. So he teleports back. What a unique name. Yeah. yeah. Finds the girl um, through some, you know, looking around, basically. He also follows rules of time travel in that he knows what room he was in. And or, what ti- or what time he signed in. Something like that. He's ex- yeah, and he, and he, he waits. Yeah, he won't sign in until the clock hits that time. Well, that's... You know what the problem is? Let me go into the paradox right now. Yeah. Might as well. Was was he a playwright in her time? No. Yeah. I don't think so. He never wrote any plays with her in them and and made her successful through his own efforts? No. I don't believe so. The movie took place over the span of, like, two days. At least the part of, like, uh, or the part of time travel. I, I don't know what you're showing me. He can't read. Dippin' Dots are stored at negative 40, not 1 or 200. I believe I said I didn't know, and I didn't want to miss... <laughs> I said I think I said negative 50 at the beginning. I said, or one, I, said I don't know what it is. Then I said 100 because I said I made the joke about it being uh, uh, the same amount of years back in time. That's right. That's right. And then, but then I clarified. Guys, I don't know. Dave doesn't know. He just likes to state information that he doesn't fully know. Dave, he's, you, pre- he's pretty much like current news events. anchors. Yeah. Current journalist. He's key. Dave is the current headlines. <laughs> Dave, would you swim in ground beef? <laughs> Talk about ground beef. Just your nacho sauce involved? Would you or know by? The no, the no, no, whoa, whoa. The nacho sauce is the jacuzzi. The hot tub. <laughs> the Mountain Dew Baja Blast. <laughs> there we go. Swimming pool. Ah, <laughs> uh, but it's Mountain Dew, which I hate. Which they formulated specifically to go with Taco Bell food, no joke. Oh, I mean, I believe it. Another weird... What is it? Wait, goes. so... Well, he doesn't actually know it. On. He just knows that they made it for Taco Bell, so what else would they do? 50... 100% below zero. formulated for Taco Bell food? Uh, Yum Brands was originally uh, Taco Bell, Pizza Hut, and PepsiCo, yeah. and they decided, let's make a special flavor to go with our restaurant. And so they form- they tried, to the best of their food science knowledge, to create a flavored beverage that would go with the Taco Bell food. So Baja Bless is specifically made to supposed to pair well, like wine, okay. with Taco Bell food. Okay, that's what, that's what I was Yeah, I don't, I, I don't know what well, the bottom line, The bottom line is, who knows what, how much they put into it, bottom line is, it's only available at Taco Bell, so of course they would have made it, they don't make it that something that goes gross at Taco Bell food, but I don't know if they, I mean, do you think they had scientists there eating, like, uh, you know what? This flavor goes better with the quesadilla, but the gordita goes better with that flavor over there. It may have been more simply of, do we want something hyper-sweet, mildly sweet, or even, I guess, more savory? I don't know what a savory Guys, soda would Guys, as you like. can tell by our conversation, this, this movie this movie sucks ass. <laughs> and I, I would disagree with that it sucked ass. I would disagree sucked ass. Um, but going back to your question, you were starting to talk about the paradox. Yes, I wanted to know... He does not write a play with her in it. You said that this. I you said that this then. movie only lasts for two days. It's only a few days. I hate to jump to the end of the movie, but it's the rest of his life, at least to what they show us. No, he's only back in time. When he's back in time, he's only there Dave for a few quit. days. David quit the movie halfway through. Uh, he's he's no. only there for a few days, and then and then when he comes back, uh-huh. he basically <clears> kills <throat> himself trying to trying to go return. Trying to return? Yeah, you're saying he's not successful in returning. No. Is that anyone else's interpretation of how the movie ends? He is unsuccessful in returning to the past. Correct. I think I think that you're talking about the last scene. 
where he sees her starting to fade into view. I think that's death. That's death. That's like a... He's dead. At the end of the oh, I disagree. I think he's literally life. dead. They pronounce him dead. He is yes. dead. The doctors come. They lay down the bed. He's he dead. dies. Of a they say call an ambulance. Right. Let's see if we can keep him hanging on. And it is very heavily. I don't know if they pronounce him dead, but it is implied he died. He is dead. I don't. I don't. I, I think he's dead as well. Okay, but I. I, I don't. No, I. I think that he. This is why I fucking hate this movie. I'm pretty sure he dies of a broken heart or something. I think they don't want to say it, but that is what They never that. say that, and no. they never say he's dead at all. In fact, they say, let's get in the ambulance. Okay, and where do you think happened to him? I think he was... Okay, so you're saying he didn't fade out from their view in a very similar manner when he faded the first time into the past? When did he fade out? He's on the bed. He... As Matt... Okay, wait a minute. So you didn't see the final scene with her fading back into view? You see him walking towards her and like the light in the tunnel. She's not. She's not. They're not implying even implying she's dead because she died. Okay, let me be very specific. When oh he time God. travels the first time, his he he can see the room. The room fades out in a very particular manner, right. and it fades into him being in the the new back in time. And when he is what you guys call dying, and I agree, he is near death. He's he hasn't eaten for a week. He fades out, and I feel. In my opinion, obviously against you three, is that he's fading out in the exact same way and fading back. Now, into here's the only the question: past. is what happened when he originally? Ta- I can't remember when he's time traveling in the rest of the movie. What happened to his body? I I assume that it stays where it was. Because that's my only thing. It, to me, it made it seem like he just. And that's why you guys say he hadn't eaten in a week because. Listen to it. They asked if he was going to make it. He said, I don't know. He said, I don't know. This is good radio right now. Yeah, almost as good as you were looking at photos last week. So that's fine. I'm open to interpretation. I think he's dead. My interpretation is he was fading back to the past again. This says right here, Richard takes a final breath. Yeah. This is Wikipedia. Okay. Suddenly smiles and sees himself drifting above his body. Having presumably died of a broken heart, he is drawn to a light shining through the nearby window, where he is reunited with Lise, who had died eight years prior on the very night she gave him the pocket watch. Okay. Because that's why they said that she died. That's why, at the beginning, they talked about when she died was important. And yeah, it is floating above his... So you can see him there. They're trying to do CPR. He's in his pajamas, too, isn't he? No, he's just in his suit. Oh, is he still in the suit? And then they the light shines. The light shines to the window. It's not like he's fading away. Mm. And, and then this is very much like you're dead. Curtains. And yeah. it takes a lot longer than him time traveling. Everything is filmed through a napkin. And then she's just standing in, yeah, a, in the look. middle of white. You're yeah, not, there's there's no anywhere. place to go to. Right. It's implying that he's in like heaven or something. Mm. I would also say that he would not have been able to go back in time. Because people are around him, there would have been uh, IV put into him, the paramedics would come and pick him up, right. there would be sirens, all things that would, by the movie's rules, distract him from going back in time. Mm. My, my, and his body remains there, and the movie doesn't say that you leave your body and enter a new one. You're, the movie implies that your body goes to... No. In, in fact, you, you have two bodies? 
I, the movie doesn't explain that at that, all. That, it doesn't. But does it show? Does it even show him in the very end with her, or does it? Is it just like? No, it shows. Fi- them both. Oh, it does show them both. Yeah. Okay. And then both sort of just like hanging out and nothing that's together. together. Mm. Which is why I just think it's both where they just he can never get back to her. She can never find him because he disappeared in her time. He can never get back to her, and so they both eventually die and then hang out with each other in the afterlife. Oh, okay. Um, well, that by the way, how did she find him? I, I wonder. They never explain that. How she find? No, no, no. How she finds him at the beginning? Uh, how the she finds her? How old lady yeah. version of her? Oh yeah, because he found him at a dance. Well, also, no, was he no, he was at he was at his play. He was at his play. Yeah, maybe she knew because because she didn't know anything <laughs> about him. He never once says to her like, "I'm from the future. Well, I came they, back for you." But they talked about his Wait, plays. Yeah, he's. She definitely. He says he's a playwright, and he. She says, "Oh, do you have a play written for me?" I mean, they, they have no. What I mean is, he in the movie he never says, um, "I met you in the future" or something, and I came back. He never like says that. So for her to necessarily be looking for him as a playwright and find him, you know, like if I were to go back but, in time and tell somebody I'm from 2015, yes, and then then it would make sense for them to, uh, oh, I'm a playwright from Chicago in the year 2015. Then when 2015 comes, they could try to find me. In but Chicago. we got to admit, his body had to have disappeared in front say, of her face. Yeah, so that's, that does corroborate. Yeah. At the end, his body didn't disappear, implying he died. I'm just saying, like, how did? No, because my my opinion is is that the body stays and somehow also reappears in the past. Oh, and then when you go back to the future, hang on, you go back to one body, huh? I believe that when he. Dreams. His future body's always there. His future his, body's always his there. His present he, body's always there, but the past body. Which makes sense why they said he hasn't eaten in a week. Because he spent all that time in the past not eating and living in the past. No, no, no. Oh, he, spent, I, he spent years he, trying to go back, doesn't he? he? No, no, no. He spent years trying to go back. He doesn't. He comes back to his time yes. and spends all of his time, every waking moment, once he returns to 1978 or whatever this uh-huh. is. Trying to get back. That's why he doesn't eat. And that's why he doesn't drink. He's in that hotel room the whole time trying to get back to her. That's why he's, that's why he didn't eat. That doesn't make, in, in, I mean, that, that may be what they're saying, and that's fine, but it doesn't make sense to me. Like, he didn't have that much trouble the first time. He, it took him about a day, and he teleported back. Why, I mean, now he's got real motivation. But, I mean, but maybe, but maybe, well, maybe that's the problem. Is that maybe he's too motivated now that he has too many other things distracting him and the, from. And the professor said it doesn't always work. They kind of imply it's just sort of sometimes that you can get it to work, sometimes you can't. Well, and I mean, maybe, maybe mm. that relationship with her was too big of a distraction to actually help him go back. Now mm. he was, he, his mind wasn't clear enough and focused enough because he had to like meditate, and, like. Or hypnotize himself to do this. But what's weird is, it seems like the thing that he has to do most is convince himself that he's truly in that time. And I don't think, I don't know what could be more convincing than, no. I just came from that time. Well, no, but is that what he's thinking, or is he thinking about her? Yeah. Right. And he does eat in that time. So we see him eat a bunch in that time. So well, not back, a bunch, but we do see him eat in that time. Back to her finding him, you're right, he never says, I'm a time traveler. Right. But... She knows so much, some about him because she asks about what he does and what plays he's written or going to write. And she knows his name and she knows that he's from Chicago because right. she goes back to the <laughs> guest spot. They talk some out of the movie about what plays he's writing or she knows he's writing plays. And then when he disappears in front of her, it's likely that she could assume, 
I mean, time travel. If your body disappears... I don't know that that makes the assumption of time travel, but also, the play that she finds him at, I thought, and this is just my interpretation, about that her. that was his first play. No, that it was his uh, very first play. Yeah. It wasn't a big time play. It was like done at like a small college or something. And so it, it's not like, uh, it would have necessarily been in the newspaper. Hey, um, the, uh, uh, here, four star review of this new play, you know, this new playwright's hot, whatever. And if he would have told her about his first play, yeah. and then she sees this play is happening, she yeah. might have put two and two together. Yeah, she might have seen a photo of in the paper, or okay. any number of things, but they, well, that ruins, really clear. that ruins my, uh, whole you? discussion of, uh, the paradox? whole, the paradox, because I thought he went back. Oh. I thought he went back and lived the rest of his life with her. No, yeah. the only like para- quote unquote paradox would be like, where did the watch actually ever come from? Because she he, gave it to him, she gave, and he, he gives it, it to back her. And gives it to her. They, so they both had to would have had to possess it at the same time. It is a never the, the the watch never is always between the two of them. Hang on, so so let's say she got it as a birthday gift when she's five years old. So she keeps it until she's she keeps it until she's oh. Then he would have shown up with a second one. Yeah. yeah. I see. So she would have had two. Not... Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. So it's one of the... I mean, there's stuff like that. That's a good one. And technically, he's always... He always went there because he was already in the sign-in yes. book. Well, that's where I was going, was if he was a... If he had gone back and been right. become a popular playwright back in, you know, 60 years ago, then all of a sudden, um, he shows up and he's... You know, born 60 years later, and, and he's got the same name as this popular playwright. Dude, if I get born 60 years after anyone famous, they're gonna be like, wait, your name's John Wayne? And you're also an actor? David Lee Roth? <laughs> yeah, and if I was like a American, uh, you know, semi rock pop musician, they'd be like, um, how do you have his same name? And it's not like she existed in the time of camera, so now you look exactly like this guy, too? Also, presumably, um, <clears throat> if he did go back at the very end and live a life, it's unlikely she would have said, found him and said, come to me. Yeah. No. Come to me is a, in, in that context, seems very much like you were taken from me way too long ago. what if... He's just crazy, and none of this really happened, and he had writer's block, and he was just starving himself, and he, one of his dreams while dying was imagine that he found this old lady as a young person, and time traveled back to her, and then he just died. That's kind of what, not not as detailed as that, but my thought was, what if this entire movie is bullshit? And it's no, just, it's I, just a like, fever because, dream. Because nothing he does affects time, really. I mean, he doesn't change any sort of time. He just goes back there, observes it, has a relationship with her, and leaves. The problem is, the only problem with that is, from the beginning of the movie, she clearly knows him. Well, no. From the beginning of the movie, she's a crazy lady. Yeah. Who said, who walked up to him and said, come back to me? Yes, because she's crazy. Right, no. It seems to be a crazy lady, and he just wants it to mean more. Well, then we see her go to her friend, who she says, yeah, whatever, like, what did he say, or is he coming, or something. She goes back to her friend who, I guess, was living with her or whatever, um, and her friend says something. Huh? When? Why when, the old, when the old lady leaves the, uh, gives him the watch and leaves, yeah. she goes home, 
We see her go home. I don't remember this scene. And I don't she, remember this either. Yeah, she goes home to and runs into her, the same friend that he brings the pocket watch to, and she yep. goes, oh, she never let, she lost that, whatever. Uh-huh. Or she had that, and it wasn't found among her things. Mm-hmm. She goes and sees her. She goes to where, to her house, I'm assuming, where she lives. That woman's living there with her, because she's a friend. Mm-hmm. Okay. And she says something about, did you see him, or something like that. Mm. There's some, there's some line about She could have told her friend... I think this is what happened. I'm going to go try and find this guy. Yeah. Because I think that might be his play. But I'm, I'm just saying, I, I guess we know that the movie's not a fever dream, but, but my yeah, thought see, was... Could, could, could be, be, yeah. It could be we're like, oh, this crazy lady gave me this watch. Oh, I can't write any good more plays. I'm going to start starving myself, and I'm dying. Yeah. So, my wife pointed out on the marquee or whatever, yeah. it says the famous American actress, and she's like, well, I don't know why it says famous American actress. She's clearly British. So they didn't do a lot of homework. <laughs> like, Jane Seymour's British, but we'll put the famous American actress who talks with an accent. Well, to be fair, you could be British and be known as a famous American actor because you're you're British. You move over here when you're 18, you've got to have an accent, but all your acting is here in America. Are you a famous British actor at that point? I think so. Let's say you move it when you're 10. Are you still a famous American British well, actor? I, I don't know. So. so if you move when you're one, but you were born in Britain, but you moved over here when you were one, are you still a famous British actor? I think so. <laughs> <laughs> I was the Gerber baby. <laughs> no, all I'm saying is, at what point are you just British because you were born there, but you were lived in America your whole life, you'd be a famous American actor. I watched this movie you so know. long ago, I have some notes that I don't understand. Oh, I'll, I'll read you mine. I wrote, I wrote a note, Sexy Time with Drumsticks. What? <laughs> so he did something with drumsticks? Like... I want to know why... I don't remember that. Yeah, let's just ignore what Matt says. I did a note, 1979, the most frightening year. Maybe from the penny? I don't know. Oh, yeah, because he gets scared. He sees it. Oh! That's because the penny is from the future. All I'm going to say is you have great notes. My notes are, when is he becoming Superman? I'm bored. By the way, what? What the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> the end. So here's, here's my question: When he walk, when she walks in to first see him, like when he's at his play, one, why does everybody just part way and and become silent? Yes, like they're scared of her or something. Just an old lady. Well, well have you touched they an old lady? You could get oldness from but them. My biggest, what I'm most curious about is when he sees her, he gets a look like he knows who she is, like he's startled, not questioning. So watch his first face. He looks and he's like. Oh my gosh, I know you. Well, I, there's no way you did. I, well, I there may be this time link thing that Matt has talked about, yeah. It might have been the same kind of thing that like what, that drew him into the Hall of History when he saw her young photo, when he like stopped at the when he decided to go to there's the There's ties that go beyond also, they cut out the reality. scene where it shows about how he he thinks that all people should die once they hit the age of 70. <laughs> hey, I got so, a real he, question for you. What was up with her manager? How the did they cut a scene like a pivotal scene? Because that makes no sense. Uh, your question doesn't. I don't know. Yeah, when you I'm say what's sure. up with her manager, what do you? The talking? manager. No, no, no. It's great if we have no knowledge yeah. of how what this dare question... she have a manager. A famous actress should not have. The a manager. manager tells her a man is going to come into your life and yes. ruin your life, and she says something about like when he asks when Christopher Reeve goes like, "How did you know?" And she goes, oh, my manager told me... Because when, when he first runs into her as a young woman, yes. she goes, is it you? That's right. And then when he finally gets 
get out of her. She goes, well, my manager told me um, he knows things. Yes, and he has been right about a lot of things. So I think they seriously cut a scene where the manager somehow found out about this fledgling actress and decided to teleport back in time and shepherd her through an awesome career. No, but, I, I, I don't think that's it at all. I took it very differently. My, but, only, my only reason for not thinking that is because everything that, that um, Christopher Reeves does shows that he doesn't change time at all. Uh-huh. So it would be weird... I took for it someone to go back and be able to change time, in a sense. I took it as you talking to your daughter, doing something <laughs> successful, or saying, kind of like saying, don't let a guy come in and ruin what you're doing, you're young. Like you're, if you Yeah, but the, then in, you're the first guy that comes up to you and is somewhat serious about asking you your name, you would literally say, well, is it you? Hold on. So well, come she on, can, that's she so can, damn specific. The way they crazy. talk about dumb. weird, though. It could be that, it could be this. Christopher Reeve, very handsome man. Okay. Maybe she laid eyes on him in a love at first sight type thing. Because right. I don't really understand oh it either. Gosh, I don't, re- you I don't really understand it. Oh! But is it you? And then the manager knows that she's a beautiful young woman and an actress and successful. And, and that sometime, man. and that, well, even taking Christopher Reeve out of the picture, that wow. at some point it's likely some guy's going to come in and want to, like, be with her, marry her, or whatever, and that that could ruin. What it is she's trying to accomplish, similar to that's, what that's right. So I wonder if that I don't I don't have any other explanation for it. It didn't make sense, but I wonder if that's it. Because when he talks to Christopher <laughs> Reeve, he's like he. I think he says something like, "There have been others like you who've come. I'm not going to let you whatever." So I'm assuming that he's just talking about men in general. Mm. I read it as you're not going to want your daughter to. Ruin what she's got going by some guy coming. It's in. just that weird line about he's he he knows things. He seems to know things. Well, he does. I, he does say to her something, like, or he says to Christopher Reeve. He says, "I knew when I saw her that she had this talent. She was going to be yeah." Great. So she's a prodigy. Yeah. And he's, well, and, and, he's I, I, and I mean, she is very. Not, I don't want to say stupid, but just very naive and, and innocent. So for her, he knows everything because he's smart enough to say, "Hey." Don't start dating around because it's not going to be helpful for anything. Hey, you need, I mean, like, he just knows it, and she's just like, oh, I didn't even think about that. I, mean, I think that she's just not aware. Yeah. I but when she first saw him, she looked at Superman and just kind of went, oh, dreamy. Is it you? And he probably went, don't effing talk to him. Like, you have a career? Like the man keeps him. saying, don't let a guy get in your way. Guy right. doesn't get in your way, don't let it happen. And okay. then she sees this hot guy. And Superman, and, and maybe the uh, "Is this you?" is the. I just felt that wasn't very well done. It, it, nothing it wasn't. The nothing. rules of time travel weren't really well done. Nothing was well done. Her finding him at the beginning. The wife of the camera. There doesn't need to be, good, the there need well to be good rules of time well, travel because it's a it's a romantic drama. Of but course. still, nothing was well done. Well, but, uh, no, I, I mean, hell, they I used disagree. a mailbox one time. I, I disagree because you didn't know if he died or or time travel at the end. No, you know what? I was a little distracted during watching this movie, and that whole scene, that whole scene where you showed the window, I, I don't even remember seeing it. Um, and I'm going to say I disagree with you. It as a romantic drama, it doesn't need to necessarily have good time travel rules. Mm-hmm. But if they're going to take the time to give time travel rules and explain time travel within the context of that world, uh-huh. then it needs to be better. If you're going to actually do it, mm-hmm. if you're actually going to put out some rules. 
then they need to be a little bit better. I don't know, though, because... That's where the it, mailbox was It reminds me of... I know this is like a way weird example, but... Nope, I like it already. All right. <laughs> in in um, Interview <laughs> with the Vampire... <laughs> interview with the Vampire... Um, Brad Pitt is seeking out, how did this happen? How did this happen? And he's like, I need to understand why I'm a vampire. What happened? What is this? And Lestat's like, what's wrong with you, dude? Uh, I, I killed the guy who made me, and he was 400 years old, and he didn't have any answers. There are no answers. I don't know if it's legend of uh, Cain versus Abel, or if we've been cursed by the church, or what happened. There's no rules. Just live your life. That was Lestat. Very id. Very, I just kill, and I drink blood, and I have sex, and I'm good with it. And, and... Stupid uh, Brad Pitt's character was like, "Oh, but I need to understand why I feel this way and what happened to me." And he's like, "Just live, you know." And so, Lestat didn't have any answers for him. And the same way, this philosophy professor—I did it one time. I'm not sure I'd ever try it again. I was there for one second. He doesn't have the rules because he's never done it, and he barely knows. But I think if you, you really did it. it, I think you just avoided at that point. With Lestat, Lestat gives an answer. He goes, "I don't know what the answer is." This time travel professor doesn't go like, I don't know how, I don't know how this thing works. I just kind of closed my eyes and I thought about it. Right. Like, he doesn't give a, he doesn't give a non-answer or like a, oh, you just have to kind of be in the zone and you'll get there. (laughs) He's like, you gotta close your, you gotta like close your eyes, put, put away any like modern, um. uh, It's not like he just uh, does a hypothetical like, well, I have, I've yet to really do it. I mean, if he, if he didn't go enough through the rules, if he just said, I only did it. I, I was there for ten seconds. All I, only I really did was concentrate. It took me a long time, multiple attempts to try to just lay and just sort of go through maybe what like meditate on it, but don't talk about the take everything, all the modern stuff away. If you, right. it was just very simple, like it's all a mental state. Because I don't think I don't think we need time travel rules for this movie per mm-hmm. se. Like we didn't really have them. For, we did not have them at all for the lake house. Um, other than this is the two times that are connected. Right. So I don't think this movie needed them, or this type of movie needs them, but if you are going to give them, then you should be clearer. That's all. Maybe. But I, I feel like if the guy doesn't know, then he gave what he knew. Yeah. He said I was only there for a split second. He right. says a fraction of a second. Yeah. Just, so. just like in Interview with a Vampire. Just like in Interview with a Vampire. Yeah. Uh, we should watch that movie once a week for 52 weeks. Hell Yeah. Brad Pitt and what's his face? I might go gay. No, I might finish going. <laughs> One thing I hated most about this movie was, and it, it's probably just how they did all their movies, was all the long scenes where you just see someone standing there and they kind of play music. <laughs> like where he's standing in the window and they play music. It seemed like three minutes. Yeah, I will say this: of all the dumb things to notice about this movie, I did like the music. That song is very beautiful. Was it Rachmaninoff? Is that what he said? Yeah, yeah, I think I do think he says Rachmaninoff. Yeah, um, there's just a lot of scenes with no dialogue, and you just see like a person walking. What, what, one of my favorite parts is Christopher Reese has been kidnapped and he's tied up. Oh, ah! and and he gets like out of the horse pen or whatever yeah. he's in, yeah, and he finds some like shears. Yeah, and he like he frees himself on those shears in no nanoseconds. Time. I mean. Quicker well, than the guy, quicker than the professor was back in time. He like <laughs> he just has his hands on his back. He goes like tup, tup. he like moves his arms on like a little bit for again like a second, and then he's like free. It was like a video game where all you have to do is collect the shears and you're free. Yeah. So shake the controller up and down three times yes. and you're free. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was pretty fast. And the very tight mouthpiece, all he had to do on was pull and pop it off. Oh, uh, by the way, speaking of uh, Christopher Reeves. 
Kissing style was so oh, funny. Oh, that oh, was goodness. Oh, goodness. <laughs> Brittany and I are watching it. She looks at me and she goes, don't get any idea. Never do that. <laughs> like, he looks at her in the eyes and then he tilts, tilts his head like, what, 45 yeah. degrees? And then he starts by kissing the bridge of her lip, like above her above her lip, but below her nose. I, I sometimes do that to Melissa now. I, I study at the Christopher Reeves School of Acting. Or it took about 45 minutes for him to go six inches from where he was to her face. While they yeah. on and off. It was a really awkward kiss. You know what? You know what, Dave? I think you're right. I think he was back in time for a year. Fifty-one weeks of that year, he was was spent him g- moving in for the kiss. It was the slowest. Like, what is going to happen? And then he just kind of caresses her upper lip with his lips. <laughs> what the hell is he doing? Really? Like I feel like really? I feel like any normal girl would be like, "Are you fucking kissing me?" Yet? I think that, I was, that, was, that was his first kiss, and then just a couple days later, he was sleeping with her. He was like, "Man, all the all awesome. the guys in high school made fun of me for not being able." Get a girl, but look at me now. Yeah. Now, for not knowing that actress at all, I, I don't. I mean, Matt's mentioned some things that she's in that yes, I have seen, but uh, she's hot. She's, I mean, she was lovely. Look at her. Look at her nowadays, though. Yeah, when she's she old. She looked way better with her hair down. Pass. Just <laughs> look at her from when I saw her. She was good looking. Um, <laughs> she looked way better with her hair down. Yeah. I, did you guys like that little uh, scene at the beginning of the movie, or not the beginning of the movie, when he first goes back in time and it's like he's trying to get out of the hotel room and then somebody's coming in, so it's like run back and hide behind I like the where, chair. He hide, where he yeah. hid behind a chair like no one would be he's able to hide. He's got his head stupid up, but they're Chris, not even looking. Christopher Reeve is like 6'3 or something. He's, <laughs> he is really tall. Yeah. He dove behind that chair literally a tenth of a second before they walked into the room. He would have totally been seen, and it was like he had so to hide obvious. In like three spots just to get away from them. Yeah, but they did hear the door kind of shut. I would. I I thought honestly when the manager walked in, he was going to be hiding behind the door, typical hiding spot. You know, they opened. Well, the door. He was six four, and then the door was. Well, I mean, before he's dead. He's dead. Oh. And now he, the accident. Now he's six under. In, <laughs> in the accident, he became like four three. <laughs> so hey, when, when the door, but the door, you can be in a wheelchair and you become the the king of the six kingdoms. That's right. Absolutely, Brand the broken. Oh, okay. So the door shuts and he walks out and the manager pops his head out and goes, "Hey, no, not the manager. The guy who's he is her, her manager. He's her manager. Oh." Oh, sorry, okay. So sorry. the manager pops his head out and goes, Hey, did someone try and get in here? Yeah, kid. It kind of says this, Oh, damn kids on my front yard. I should report this. Yeah. Yeah, and he's like, Yes, I would have too, except for click. And then he closed the door. Well, and he's, he's like walking away from the door and then he kind of hears the door start to open and he like turns around and he like walks yeah. back towards the door. Hey, did you see a guy? Oh, yeah, it was so like they, they heard the little door shut but didn't see him running through the house hiding. Well, I also like how like he peeked his head out. I mean, it's not like there was knocks or bangs. It was like he adjusted the doorknob for like like how someone might attempt it's to like oh, open a bathroom door and go, oh, it's locked, and then turn around. I mean, that scene he could have just it could have even gone similar to like. The guy at the door, and he just hides behind it. Yes. Also, why when they're coming into the door, does he shake the door handle? Don't you unlock it and then turn Listen, the door handle? You don't understand well, how you just see the door handle kind of wobbling up and down. Like Maybe you had a bad door handle, like my front door, and like He's, sometimes you open it and it doesn't quite you know open. What? You guys, you guys need to learn about nineteen twenties doorknobs. Well, but you that, know what? That's actually brings... watching the handle vibrate up and down. <laughs> like, oh, I need Hang to hide. On. That's a good point. Maybe we all need to learn about nineteen twenties kissing. 
Yes, and maybe yes. that was the style back then. Huh? No wonder there was so little pregnancy back then because they just all had to kiss and never get their clothes off. Yeah, no, no children were born in that time period. <laughs> yes, yeah, no, nope, none. It was like children of men. <laughs> um, I will say that um, this movie, I mean, is a party of its time, but it's a very it's it's painful in that there's no there's no comedy. There's there's very very uh, little. Were you not paying attention to the scene we just described? But that was <laughs> unintentional. Um, but but there's there's no there's no other plots going on. There's only the one plot. M- modern modern movies would have a couple of subplots. There were none. There was no comedy. Even a, a modern love story well, would have a couple of it, bits of. I mean, it's a rom drum, not a rom com. I know, but even a rom drum would have some levity to it. There was no levity. I, I felt, and there was no sub. There was no subplots. There was only the one plot. Right. Um, and there yeah. was a subplot of the bad manager who wanted to like get Christopher Reeve away from his <sighs> actress, his number one client. I think that's just the plot. I think that there's just multiple people living on one plot line. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the bad manager didn't also have a relationship with someone else who was that was breaking up, or like there wasn't anything else going on. There was a subplot of the young boy who would grow up to be the guy who recognized Christopher Reeve. <laughs> always <laughs> throwing his ball around the there, place. There you go. There it is. There's the subplot. Yeah. Yeah. Um, also, did the ball stand out to you guys? Everything was very, like, muted colors. And, and it was, like, green or orange. Red. Red. And then he had this, like, nice, it. big, new-looking red ball. It looked like a modern ball. Maybe it was just honestly the, the the video capture technology since that red was so vibrant and all the other colors of their suits and stuff was kind of muted and it was like there was everything was set like it was supposed to be back in the twenties or whatever and then here's a ball from the eighties <laughs> <laughs> yeah like it, had, it's it looked, a play school on it, it made like, in China <laughs> that's like it looked like it had the texture like I don't know if in the twenties they had a rubber ball like that yeah he should have been playing with a with a rolled up. Bunch of rags. He should have been just. No, I thought he was like would play games like kick the can and like, yeah, like I don't know, stick ball. Yeah, yeah, with a roll of ball of tape. Um, so I don't know. Is there anything else to say about this movie? I thought it was. I am just impressed that we actually talked this much about the movie because it's. I thought it was just okay. I, 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 I. Yeah. See, here's a kickball from 1917. I like that you're looking this up. That's a kickball from 1970. That's what I picture. An okay. old leathery thing. But that Not, wasn't a kickball. This was a bouncy ball. It was the size of a kickball. It was big. Have they even invented rubber in 1920? I don't think they had that kind of rubber and red dye to make a, or, or let's a ball way. like that. Or they cared enough to yet. Yeah. <laughs> um... So, I think it was a flawed movie. That ball uh, should not have been there. You know, Eva asked me if I had watched this movie, and I said yes, and I said, but you didn't miss anything. My opinion is this movie is not need doesn't need to be watched by anyone. I, I don't. The, I am fine with this movie staying somewhere in time. <laughs> it, <laughs> the movie, as LJ says, it exists. Yeah, it, it, it's there. It is. I, don't, I can't even. I like really. Finally, talking about it, I've started bringing some of it, but there's so much more. I'm still like, I know more had to happen. I think. But I, I like it, it was one of those movies that's like it's in and it was just out like nothing stayed with me. I mean, are you if you're a film studier of Christopher Reeves' oeuvre, maybe you'd watch it. 
but it's not a it's not a standout movie in terms of time travel. That's the other thing. It's not a movie about time travel. First of all, time travel is only just to get it's him mind travel. It's not a time travel movie. It's not about time travel. Right. It, but it does it use uses, it's, 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 a, it's a as much about time travel as the Terminator. Right. Well, um I guess I was saying as opposed to Primer where the movie yeah. is only about time travel. Right, right. But I'm just saying it's about as much about time travel as uh Terminator is. Right. Yeah. Yes, where time travel takes pretty much place at one point and everything else is just dealing with it. Yeah. This this is this is a a love story and the conflict one of the conflicts, uh, aside from the manager keeping them apart, the other thing keeping them apart is time. Yeah. So that's it's just time travel just plays as a, the role of an antagonist. Yeah. Well, actually, the pennies were the antagonists. <sighs> that's right. Those, damn Lincoln. Those scary pennies. Um, the other flaw was the kickball. Yeah, so I don't. Famous last words. So uh, the movie is fine, but I would recommend not watching it. I would recommend not watching it. I would recommend. It's not very long. An hour and 45? It feels longer than it is. Yeah, I guess it's kind of long. Yeah, it is long. It's. I'm saying. If you ended up watching it, I'm not saying it is a straight bad movie. I'm just saying there is no value to intentionally going to watch it from a film standpoint, from an actor standpoint, from a director standpoint, from cinematography, uh, from plot, from learning about time travel movies. I don't think it has any uh, value. I would say it doesn't even have that value for looking for just an entertaining movie for an evening. No. It's really just, it's not anything. I don't think you would be, well, you guys seem pretty mad about having to watch it. I think it was just okay. I, listen, I was I don't think it was terrible. No, that's, I think, honestly, I almost dislike this movie more because when a movie's super terrible, it's almost somewhat more enjoyable because you're like, seriously, oh my gosh, you're doing this now? Um, what, what horrible thing are you going to do next? Here, I was just like, I don't even know what to say about it's it. very bland. I'm just like watching it. I'm like, I don't, I, I don't, my opinions aren't going one or the other. There's, I'm, I'm just here. Yeah. I didn't mind seeing an, an older movie is kind of fun to see, I think. Just the way they talk and the way stuff was filmed and done, but to me that was kind of its only redeeming quality. Mm. If you look at it from like modern times, as a good movie, not really. I, I mean, I liked it enough. Yeah. I, I, and I would, if somebody were to be like, "Should I watch this movie somewhere in time?" I'd say sure. It's Christopher Reeve and Jane Seymour. Even though he kisses weird, they have good chemistry. I thought um, it's a nice, it's a nice love story. I romantic. did feel his acting was excellent. Yeah, actually, it, uh, it's a nice love story, romantic. Um, uh, movie. You know, it's not a bad date type movie. I don't. I'm not, I don't I'm not think, upset. I watched it. Right. I don't think it's a bad date type movie. As a time travel movie, it's not good. And I recognize that it's not really a time travel movie because yeah. it's not really about time travel. But as a movie that employs time travel as a device, yeah, the time travel is like, you know, you're right. I mean, time is what's keeping them apart. Um, Christopher Plummer, you know. Is good in it. There, I mean, there's a lot of good people. Is in he it. the is he the manager? manager? Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, so uh, he's he's good. Jane Seymour is good. Uh, Christopher Reeve is good. The old guy, the bellhop, whatever you want to call him, I've seen him in like Seinfeld and a bunch of other stuff. Uh, so I was like, oh, that guy, he's still I did, old. I, I did recognize the actor. Um, good, yeah. But yeah, I, I thought you know, it's, is it the best love story ever? No, it's you're right. There is there are no moments of levity. 
I don't really remember, although it was a long time ago that I saw this, I don't really remember being like, oh man, this is, we're, we're only five minutes into this thing? Kind of, like, I don't remember feeling that way at all. So I don't understand why they fall in love other than just puppy love. They're, they're, it's hot. You don't, it's hot. Yeah, but you don't see them like, wow, you know, like. I agree with that too. Where I mean, like, because they're not, he's not there that long. It's a love at first sight text. Okay. That's fine. I think. Right, but I mean, it is, weird, it is weird that that love at first sight drives him to the point of dying. Well, but you. Right. Right. But, like. It would have been better, uh, honestly, if he was a young man and it was the folly of youthful love. Like the story right. was, he fell in love, like a Romeo and Juliet. If this was that story, yeah. great. Like, he falls in love, and he's so desperate for her, he knew her a few days, and then he, without her, he died. And without him, it ruined the rest of her life? Like, but they were I mean, together for a week. I think the tagline for this movie is, time is a capulet. <laughs> uh, but, that, ball, uh, that ball is out of place. I'm <laughs> sorry. That ball is out of place. Uh, but I would also say, like, they seem to be drawn to each other. Like, as much as, like, he kept going, as much as she was trying to fight him off, if you will, she was just like... Okay, like, uh, please go on a walk with me. No, please. Uh, okay, and then like he would, he's outside, and he's like, "I didn't think you were gonna come." And then she know, like hops in the carriage, like, "Let's go." Yeah. So yeah. So it was like there was something about these two, their love or whatever you want to call it, that drew them to each other. And, yeah. I mean, he sees a photo of her in his present time, and he's driven to like find her. Right. Like, he's like. Oh, this book. Oh, this professor. Like he really the the something about her drew him to her, drew him back in time mm-hmm. uh, to find her. And yeah, something something about their love. It was just maybe it was just a passion, youthful passion. Yeah, you know. Um, or or as if as if love is outside of time. It's stronger than time. It can go across time. Well, it was also like a they were kind of talking about their life together and getting married. Yeah. They just, um, um, they just, um, uh, what is it? Where you the first time you have set, consummated? They just consummated their relationship, and he's taken from her. Yes. Oh, that she was... gave up her. She gave up before he, he before that even happened. When he was kidnapped by Christopher Plummer, she gave up her. She gave quit basically, mm-hmm. um, and stayed back in hopes that he would resurface because she right. did. She didn't believe that he had just taken off. Man, that was a pretty funny scene. When they consummate their not marriage, <laughs> they you just kind of see his back, and they just so very oh, slowly yeah. lay down, and then they blow the candle out. And the next scene is them sitting on the floor with a ton of food, just inhaling it. Yeah. Oh no! I'm so hungry. <laughs> All night. Yeah. yeah. So um, that's so super bad. Well, it did take all night because we saw how long it took yeah. to kiss. I was <laughs> slowly just, mm, just slowly moving. And then poking around. <laughs> oh, it is. Is that it? No, to the left. Slowly. Is this lower? Lower. Remember the problem with my lips? Just imagine that scenario. <laughs> so anyway, so I, I would. If somebody's actually like, hmm, should I see this movie? Mm. If you're at a point where you're interested enough to ask about it, I'd say watch it. I would say no. I don't know that I would walk around. That, I'm not going to walk around and tell people, by the way, dude, you guys should watch Somewhere in Time. Well, actually, no. Scott here right now is also wearing a Somewhere in Time t-shirt. So. That's true. He's got the pocket watch, for God's sake. <laughs> Literally, it's, I, it's I was a replica cri- from the movie. I was Chris Reeve standing this whole movie. <laughs> I would not encourage or discourage it. Ah. Uh, 
If you're interested in watching it, it wasn't bad. I'm not disappointed I watched it. Slaz so is like, you have to make your own decision. I am more <laughs> I'm more bored by our conversation about the movie than I was by the movie by itself. The movie itself. Mm-hmm. There you go. Oh, is a listener checking their watch going, this only been on for five minutes? <laughs> I think that's usually what they do. Yeah. Uh, I, I would say, I would, I would, if someone seriously said, have you heard of Somewhere in Time? Should I watch it? I'd say, Dave, you already gave I would your say, review. Yeah, I, I would say pass on it. You don't get to give it again. I would say pass on it. Okay, Dave, what about this time? So, so Dave likes it. Also, I question Dave's beverage dispenser. It says it's unbreakable. <laughs> With removable ice cups. That seems like a bold statement. All okay, right, guys, next week it. from Disney, we'll see if we are able to break this uh, beverage dispenser. The, uh, the unbreakable okay. beverage dispenser. All, All right. right, with that, we'll see you next week. Later. Thank you for listening. Please follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Awesome of Podcasts. If you enjoy us, please tell a friend and read or review us on iTunes. This has been a Carry Around a Production.